0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Performer Talks. I'm your host Bethany Owin, and today I'm thrilled to be joined by Linda Jean-Pierre. Linda is an actress, singer, influencer, radio presenter and a presenter. Hi Linda, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come and talk to us.
1: Wow, thank you. It's been lovely to be invited to have a chat with you. And it's been ages since we last spoke. So this is everything in one. You know, like nice catch up and yeah, looking forward to it. So thank you for asking me.
0: No, thank you for coming on. I knew I wanted to get Linda on. Her personality is just so infectious. It's amazing. And um, she's the most talented actress. So I'm so excited. Oh, to bless her you. On. Oh, my God, I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> So, Linda, for all the listeners at home, can you tell them a little bit about who you are and what you get up to?
1: Okay. Well, I'm Linda Jean Pierre, and I am an actress, singer, as Bethany's just said. And um, what do I get up to? Well, not a lot at the moment, because obviously we're currently in a lockdown. Um, Well, we are sort of uh, for Liverpool anyway. We've been in tier three for a little while. Um, But it's all good because I'm always in touch with people online. Um, via social media, via Zoom, uh, via FaceTime and text messages. Um, And I've actually been slightly, I've been quite busy actually um, during the first lockdown. Um, But I've still been, you know, keeping myself busy by doing lots of meditating. Um, My agent has actually kept me busy. So I'm very, very lucky there. Very lucky. Um, I know that the theatre industry is completely um, and utterly, you know, like destroyed in a sense because obviously the government haven't really you know like supported them as much as we'd hoped for but um and I'm praying that you know the theatrical industry does come back um sometime soon hopefully in the new year but as for me I just love life I enjoy what I do when I can do it and yeah that's me in a nutshell I've been singing for about 30 years very long time um even though I don't look my age so No, it's it's all good. It's all good. You know, um, just trying to live the dream in very challenging times.
0: Absolutely. And um, do you want to tell people a little bit about what you did before this whole lockdown happened, before chaos ensued? What were you getting up to on a day-to-day basis?
1: On a day-to-day basis? um, Well, I was in a show called Mamma Mia the Party, which um, was at the O2. I played a character called Debbie, um, quite a zany off the wall character kind of suits me down to the ground actually. Um and the director just basically said, Linda, just be yourself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was a compliment in itself, wasn't it? Just be yourself, Linda. So um that's what I was doing before lockdown started. So it was like seven shows a week. Um well I actually shared the role with someone else, a lady called Jo Jo Monroe. And um yeah, we had lots of fun doing it. And Yeah, so, you know, we're not doing it at the moment because obviously lockdown has happened and, you know, the pandemic and stuff. Um, So, yeah, you know, that's what I was doing before lockdown. So obviously since lockdown, it's been much quieter.
0: So you've done a bit of everything, like TV, film, radio, theatre, commercials, pantomime, the list goes on. Do you have a favourite genre to do and what have been the highlights for you?
1: say that the highlights for me are oh, my favorite genre highlights oh my god all of it um but I will say that tv and film is my ultimate ultimate like dream job so yeah that that's my favorite 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 I have done quite a lot so yeah it's just you know, I, I like television, film. I like theatre. You know, theatre is very real. It's very in your face, and you never know what's going to happen. And that's what the audience loves. They love it when things go wrong. Um, um, I love television and film. I love doing adverts. Adverts are absolutely hilarious. Um, well, depending on the advert, but yeah, it's all it's all sort of screen based for me. But I love a panto saying that I just love a panto because everyone's always laughing you get more laughs in rehearsals um in panto than when you're actually doing the show but when you're doing the show it's time for the audience to get the jokes and all the kids to get the jokes and stuff like that so panto is just incredible I love it as well
0: amazing so what would you say the biggest differences are in disciplines because they all take really different skills so what would you say are the biggest thing when you're like moving from job to job is there a certain thing where you've where you think oh I can't do that on this job because it's not quite right for the genre that I'm doing or I need to think more about this
1: in terms of discipline you've got to have a certain mindset anyway, in, in terms of having your own discipline, regardless of what job you are, you've fallen into. So if it's musical theatre, if it's theatre, regardless of if it's musical theatre, sorry, but theatre across the board, you have to have such a strong resilience because it's incredibly hard work. When you're doing eight shows a week, when you're doing six days a week, normally um, six days a week rehearsals, then you go into tech week, where you're at the theatre from 10 o'clock in the morning right the way through to 10.30 at night, um, preparing to open the show, then you've got press night looming, so you've got to get the show, you know, the directors want to get the show even more sharp to a level. Um, That's a certain amount of discipline because you've got to be mentally ready for it. Um, And the same goes with television and film. Television and film, there's a certain discipline where... You need to know your lines. In theatre, you can kind of get away with it and you can have people back you up sometimes. Not all the time. Not everyone's going to be prepared to back you up in theatre. But be on your game in terms of screen work because you're literally in and out. So the director needs you to know your lines. He needs you so that they can get it wrapped up, you know, and out onto the big screen, onto the television screens or the film screens. So it's, that discipline is knowing your stuff, um, inside and out, off book, and then you're good to go. Because it it holds you in good stead, because in the future, the director or producer, they'll be like, oh, I worked with Bethany, and she was literally on her game when we saw her. Um, You may not get the job at the casting, but if they remember you, they'll call you in again and go, oh, you know, um, she remembered her lines, she was off book, she was on it. But she but we didn't give it to her because we gave it to someone else or whatever the reason might be or they'll be like yeah let's give it to bethany because my goodness me she was on it she was like the role is hers do you know what i mean be ready be always ready for the unexpected because you never know what the casting directors are going to throw at you in the casting room and that's happened to me many a time and luckily like for instance um when they're told me to do an american accent they were like oh can you just say something in american you know like how was the weather today and did you get caught in the rain and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, sure. Blah, blah, blah. I just literally had to go into it. I couldn't say, oh, can you just give me five minutes? So that I can... No, I had to do it there and then. So always be on your game. Always.
0: Amazing. That's so cool that you can just flip so easily. I mean, we all need to train ourselves to make sure that we are as versatile as that. And it's exactly what you've mm. what you said about being ready. You've just got to be prepared to throw yourself into anything at any given time. 100%. So when you look at your career did you always know that you wanted to do a bit of everything or did one opportunity just kind of lead to another and you thought yeah I'd love to do a bit of that or how did it work out for you
1: Well it all started when I was about 6 my parents took myself and my sister to see a show called Ipi Tombi which was an African drumming show and they sang in it as well and we we were I'll never forget it because we were sat in the gods, the ultimate gods. And I literally sat on the edge of my seat, maybe because I was really small, but I sat on the edge of my seat and I literally watched the entire show with my mouth wide open in absolute awe, thinking to myself, I want to do that. I want to be on that stage. So it was probably from the, the age of around five or six, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And then... Obviously, before that, you know, you go through life. So I ended up being, well, I was from about 16, I was singing. But saying that, I went down the normal job route. And I was a secretary, I was a receptionist. I've been a PA. um, Yeah, I've done a lot. I've worked in Primark. (laughs) Ah! I've done done it all. Um, But, you know, to, to, to obviously survive. But I just thought something was always in me to say you need to be on stage or you need to – when it's in your blood, it's your life blood, it's your passion. And if it's your passion, then you're going to do what you can to continue living that dream for yourself. Nobody else. You should never do it for anyone else. You should always do it for yourself. And I've always tried to maintain that.
0: Amazing. Amazing. Because obviously you do so many things – did you ever mm. think, mm, should I give this a go or is this too much of a risk? Like, do I just stick with what I know or do I go for brand new exciting things?
1: I would say to anyone, just go for it. Just go for it because you never know where it lead you. And do, like doing presenting work, doing radio presenting work. I just thought, hmm, I think I could have a go at that. Why not? Give it a try. Always give something a try. Even if you feel as if like when, when you when, once you've done it, if you feel as if it's not for you, then you can say I've, I've tried it and it's not doesn't fit with me. It doesn't fit right with me. So I know what I, I want to stick to. But if you've tried it and you've actually enjoyed it, then that's another avenue. That's another bow to your string to your bow, if if you like, in terms of like your skill set. So my only regret is that I never learned to play any instruments, otherwise I'll be an actor-muso. Um, and I know a lot of actor-musos get a lot... Well, they did get a lot of work because they're multi-skilled. They can play about... Like, the people in Mamma Mia! The Party, the, the musicians, we had, like, five or six musicians in the band, and that was it. All of them could play at least four or five instruments with their eyes closed seriously they were multi multi multi-skilled and it's like wow you know like reading music i can't read music but i can but I, my, i'm very sort of like I'm audio i have to i can listen to it and pick it up so yeah i've always thought to myself let me try it just give it a go and see what happens and I've luckily for me i've always enjoyed what i've done i've never thought oh no i don't like that and i've always done it
0: amazing so what's the biggest lesson you've learned? You've had a variety of credits and you've been in all areas of the, in- the industry, but what is the biggest takeaway that you've had?
1: Um, if I'm honest with you, Bethany, um, to not be a diva, because I have, I have actually been a diva and I put my hand up to that. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you where I worked, but they've never asked me to come back to work for them. So never ever throw your toys out the pram. Um, and I, I can't even sort of like tell you what, well, I, I, I'm not even gonna go into it, but I was a diva basically. So work hard when you get a job, be grateful for it. I cannot bear people who are in the industry who are doing eight shows a week, is a two show day on a Saturday or a two show day on a Thursday or whenever And they continuously moan about it oh oh my god we've got a matinee oh no oh i'm so tired oh shut up you've got a job (laughs) you've got a job and be grateful for it yeah because there's about ten thousand or maybe more people who are going to be who would kill for that job so just be grateful it absolutely I'm short of swearing here, but it absolutely gets on my goat when I hear people complain about them feeling tired and they want to do this and it's another matinee, it's an evening show. Oh, oh, shut up. Just get on with it because there's so many people that would love to have your job right now. Um, So, yeah, I'm the type of person that whatever I do Beth, I enjoy it. Whether it's, Theatre, whether it's it's it's, a, it's always a challenge for me because with theatre, because I've never been trained, um, I always get anxiety when it comes to learning the script. So I always say, "Can I have the script way before everybody else, just so that I can learn it and I'm off book." Just it's that confidence thing. But when I get into the role, move out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. Do you know what I mean? It's that confidence thing. And once you've got that confidence, nothing else matters. It really doesn't. So it's not about arrogance. It's not about getting above your station. You're just being confident in your own skin, knowing that you know your stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I just love everything I do. I think there was, was there any jobs that I just didn't like? I think when I did my second contract, on a cruise. It was probably the worst decision I'd ever made. Um, The first contract was magical. It just, it, it completely changed my life. But I made the decision to actually accept the second contract and I should not have done that. But just please don't be a diva. Just crack on and do the job. Be grateful, please be grateful. Because then when directors and assistant directors, producers, musical directors, when they see how you work they will be like, oh, Bethany was really good on that job, you know. We should actually get a caller in for for a thingy, for for an audition. Um, Because it goes a long way. The industry is a very, very small, small place to be. And everybody knows each other. So just be careful what you say, who you say it to, because you just don't know. Even on the train. Seriously, be careful what you say when you're on the train or on the bus or anywhere in public. Don't be slagging someone off because that person could be the... Could be a casting director, and you don't know. So, you know, in the do it in the confines of your own privacy. But yeah, that's that's it in a nutshell for me, anyway. And it's taught me a lesson to kind of like just don't be a diva, just crack on, do the job to your to the best of your ability, smash it at the park, and then walk away, drop the mic, and walk away. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? It's that ha, that's the mentality that I have. Mic drop, boom, gone amazing leave people think leave people like how i would like to think is that i leave people wanting more in a sense that i want them to be talking about me in a positive way and go oh my god we have got to come back and see this show because this woman just literally smashed it out of the park do you know what i mean
0: yeah
1: i want them to come back if they can or keep watching
0: absolutely i think that's great advice and um, if there were any aspiring performers that are thinking of taking this career path, what would your number one thing be to say to them?
1: I would actually say to anyone who's aspiring or even just graduated out of drama school, you still
0: have to live, try
1: and live your dream. It's not just about theatre. And I've actually written several emails or DMs to, to you know people who have asked me questions about the industry. And if they're coming at it from a theatrical point of view. And I keep saying, even parents, even parents have emailed me and said, oh, my son or my daughter's just graduated and they're terrified that they're not going to get any work because of the pandemic, because of the lockdown, da-da-da-da-da. And I said, listen, you they've graduated. Hip-hip-hooray, that's amazing. They've got that degree behind them. Second thing is, it's not just about theatre. It's about the industry. It's about entertainment. There's TV commercials that are still being made. There's films that are still being made, there's um, big feature films still being made, there's TV programs that are still being made. So if theatre's not happening too much at the moment, and even if it is your love, you will come back to that. But then also at the same time, you gain so much experience on the flip side doing screen work, because with theatre, it's all, everything is so big, everything is so big. In television and film, you need to bring it down to nothing. Literally bring it down to nothing. So there's a huge difference and you can learn so much from that. And that's what I learned anyway. So don't just think, oh, my God, I'm, I'm not going to get any work because there's no theatre. It's not just about theatre.
0: Absolutely. Great advice. Thank you so much. So the last thing I wanted to do today was to actually do a quick fire round with you like super quick questions um that are a little bit funny and random but i thought we should give it a go okay you ready go on <laughs> all right here we go quick fire time favorite thing to do other than performing eat <laughs> favorite food oh favorite food is um time favorite tv show
1: Has to be documentaries.
0: If you called music documentaries, amazing. If you called any celebrity, if you could meet any celebrity, who would it be? Um, James Brown. Favorite animal? Dog. Oh my god. And dream role?
1: Dream role would be to actually present my own TV program.
0: Amazing, and we all tune in. I would oh, love brilliant. that. I would love that.
1: <laughs> Present my own TV program. That's what I would love.
0: I think we'd all love that too. You have such an amazing personality, and your advice Thanks, Mike, has been darling. so helpful today. A massive, massive thank you for taking your time out of the day to come on and join us.
1: You're very, very welcome. It's so lovely to see you again as well. And you look very well, and thank you so much again for asking me to take part in your, you know, Zoom
0: interview. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I've been your host, Bethany Unwin, and this has been Performer Talks.